a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his knives and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey everybody and welcome to a very special episode. Uh, we say that pretty much every episode now, but uh, it's true because every other episode is special at the rate we're going. <laughs> this is episode 25 of Not All Bad and I'm your host, Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. And I'd like to welcome uh, a, a our second guest on the show of all time, not including Paul, who rarely counts for anything these days. Uh, why, don't, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Um, hey, I'm Alex. So I know Paul and Zach from college. We were both in a satirical news organization called The Mugdown that hasn't been funny since we left. Oh, whoa. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, we're back. The gang is back together. I'm excited to rant. I was telling them when we were prepping that I feel like it's like when your roommate or your boyfriend or something gets a dog. And you get to like play with the dog and <laughs> pet the dog and take Instagram pictures of the dog, but you don't actually have to like deal with the dog. Mm. So I'm excited to deal with this podcast one time and then never deal with it ever again. <laughs> that uh, that is just bliss. That sounds great. I mean, this is just th- rather than a dog, this is just like a dog, just piece of dog shit is really how I see the show. But uh, yeah. we're really happy to have you, and it's really I great didn't go to that have far. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's also kind of like a dog in that. All of your friends will pretend to like it, whether they do or not, because they feel bad for you. But um, oh okay. yes. yeah, it's like even if it's even if it's not a cute dog, you're still like, oh, this is good. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's good that we have some uh, diversity on the show. Finally, for the first time, it's not just a s- bunch of straight white men talking, which is I'm yeah, it's a for. woman, but it's it's still an Alex. Your last guest was an Alex. I feel like it's a tradition now. <laughs> we're we're so taking yeah. small start looking. steps. Small steps. Yeah, you have to start looking for another Alex because, <laughs> you know, twice is a tradition, as we know from oh, school. True. Yeah, if, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can email notallbadshow at gmail.com and let us know. Um, but like Alex just said, don't even bother imply, applying if your name is an Alex. Just don't waste our time. Or just change your name. Or just change your name. Yeah, true. That's what all the true fans have done. <laughs> um. Uh, real quick, you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and iTunes. Uh, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Uh, as always, five stars in the rating, and then just uh, talk shit about us in the review, except for Alex, who deserves all the praise. And uh, we're on Twitter at Not All Bad Show. And uh, for real, though, and I'm are- on Twitter at No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, do it if if you want to self promote. I don't want to self promote because it's private. So I feel like I can't. I can't accept people because as being an 11th grade uh, high school teacher, I'm afraid that everybody who I don't know is a student that's trying to ruin my life by like seeing all the shitty things I've retweeted and like bringing it up and being like, why did you retweet? Like today I retweeted a tweet that said, have you noticed that it's only ever women that get pregnant? (laughs) And I laughed at (laughs) And I like laughed out loud at it, but I don't want to be... I don't want to get shade from a 17-year-old that I think that that's funny. I feel like that's a very rational fear, though. So I, I respect that. Thank well, you. That. Also, um, from experience from about the last 15 episodes or so, nobody who listens to this show follows anyone else on Twitter. So don't even worry about it because we, we just like barely cracked 20 this uh, this week. Heck yeah. Which maybe shout we'll, out to... Maybe uh, we'll- 
the last two followers we've gotten. <laughs> Can't wait to get past 20. It's a big milestone for us, especially I'm just so hesitant to follow other people. It just seems so lame. So sitting at that 20 to 20, uh, one to one ratio followers following. So we out here. There you go. 2020 vision. Am I right? Yeah, you are. You're so right. <laughs> um, Paul, I think it, it's, uh, it's your turn today. We can just get right into the ranting and, uh, I think you're the one to to take it away today. And then Alex, you'll go second and I'll, I'll bring up the rear. I would love that. Um, You know, the seasons are changing. I don't know if you guys have noticed. It's been nice and cool outside. Um, I've noticed that my body doesn't seem to like that. And I've had a cough and have been sneezing um, for, for months. And, and as, I mean, this this doesn't even relate to my rants, but I once in college just had a dry cough for like three years. Um, <laughs> so I'm very aware of and sensitive to the allergies that come with these seasons because I, for some, I guess I probably have something wrong that I should be getting looked into. But anyways, um, so this is the season when a lot of people are sneezing. And when people sneeze, for some reason, those around them feel this weird moral obligation to say bless you this is the Wait, action you're an anti you're an anti saying bless you guy yeah hold on now i'm, I'm starting to get a little riled up too <laughs> Wait. you're about to yeah we have you got two of three people on the show against you. all right let me ask you this why don't you bless me when i fart do you have a good answer generally people generally people hide their farts it's not something that they're like open with but sneezes i feel like are not something that you can be like acute like a chew like my sneezes are you can tell i sneeze and honestly i feel offended if somebody doesn't say bless you like that actually is one of, okay this I is could rant, i could rant about people not saying okay bless you. this is what i'm going for though why don't you say bless you when i cough then because you're not sneezing out the devil <laughs> All right. Hence comes the issue, which is we don't even really know why we're saying bless you. If you look into it, like a lot of people think it's back from the Black Plague when sneezing was a sign that you were going to be half of the population that no longer existed after that uh, period of time. And we the sneezes are no longer sign of the plague. I sneeze like 60 percent of the year because I my body doesn't like air. And I don't, I, it's one of those weird things where I just, I don't like that there's the expectation or that this system exists where you have to say, you feel obligated to say bless you when someone sneezes. And then if, if someone says bless you to you, you're obligated to say thank you. If I just sneezed five times in a row, do you think, what, what did you do for me by saying bless you? Like, do, do you, do I need to distract myself from the fact that I'm dying to say thank you and make you feel like you did something for me? So basically you're saying you also don't courtesy wave when you cut somebody off in traffic. Oh, I do. And (laughs) you also, and you also don't say thank you when somebody holds the door open for you. Okay. Those are like, those all go together. They don't There's some extreme hostility in the show tonight. There is. And I like it. So, because I'm, this is my hill to die on here. Um, so if someone lets me in in traffic, they have done something that materially benefited my day. I may have had to come to a complete stop if they didn't let me over or may have been stuck for several minutes if they didn't let me over, but they let me over anyway. So I'm going to raise my hand and say, thank you. If someone holds the door, they have made it easier. So there is no longer a barrier in between me 
and getting indoors or getting outdoors. When someone says bless you, they just want to feel good about themselves for having done nothing, and then they deserve my gratitude. But they've done literally nothing for me. And that's what okay. I, 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 I get it. I get it. I, I'm I'm swaying to your side now. I still I I think though that like. If you hear someone sneeze, and especially if it's in like a quiet environment and someone sneezes, I feel like it's almost more awkward to not acknowledge the fact, like by saying bless you, you're like acknowledging the fact that somebody like messed up my ambiance. A good counterpoint. <laughs> I feel like at this point, I'm just a moderator for a debate, but I like it. I mean, I like the energy that we've got I mean, we've got I think tonight. what overall bothers me is that there are many noises that are made by our bodies or by us that I don't understand why we single out sneezing as being deserving of blessing. It just seems really peculiar to me. Probably because of the Black Plague. Yeah, but, but n- none of us are on the verge of death when we sneeze anymore. <laughs> I mean, we're all dying, Paul. We're all dying just a little bit slower than you. Some of us slower than others. I I I can't. I like the idea of of somebody in your office, in your tiny of like four person office, sneezing, and then they like the camera pans over to you, and you just you're just (laughs) glaring at them, just like a dead stare, (laughs) like under your eyebrows, just extremely furious, and they and they just kind of like glance at you, and you don't say a word. You just stare at them until they turn back around. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I've spoken my piece about this, but I have just a few follow-up questions with this topic. One is, if someone sneezes multiple times in a row, do you guys say bless you to every single one of them, or what is your typical response? So I think you bless the first sneeze. You say bless you, and then if you notice that it's going to be a multiple sneeze bless you, <laughs> you wait until the, the end of all of the sneezes. And then you say, bless you. Or you pull like a lazy thing and you just say, bless you in advance to, for like all of the sneezes. Mm. Well, let me, let me ask you this. How, how hairline trigger are you at saying bless you to where somebody is sneezing multiple times in a row and you're like, bless you. Oh, bless you. Oh, wait. Bless you. Are you done? Bless you. Like every time they sneeze, you got to well, get one out. I think if it's, I don't know. I feel like, like I've never encountered quick. a situation where somebody sneezed and then I, I, I said, bless you so fast that I didn't realize they were about to sneeze again. I feel like all the times I ever interact with people sneezing, it's like very large, dramatic, like theatrical sneezes (laughs) where you can totally tell that another sneeze is coming. Like a dad sneeze. Yeah, where you like look up at the light to try and make yourself sneeze (laughs) and you can like feel your nose tickling and then you're like, oh, we're finally going to sneeze now. Then you let out a bless you. To Alex's point, I feel like I feel like the only appropriate, socially appropriate route to a, a chain of multiple sneezes is the like ubiquitous, oh, wow, that was like six sneezes in a row. You feeling okay? <laughs> like you can't just do like, some, you can't just listen to someone sneeze five times in a row in quick succession and then just go, wait, just stare at them until they're done and go, bless you. You know, I feel <laughs> like you got it. You got to enhance it with somehow like, <laughs> whoa, like as if no. they just broke a Guinness World Record. You have, to, you have to play like doctor and you have to be like, hey, did you know that taking a spoonful of local honey every day will help with those allergies or like yeah. something like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny as I sit here and reflect on this, I've had a, I, it's dawned on me, it's occurred to me that if I do sneeze, Specifically, if I sneeze more than once and there are other people 
in the room and they don't say bless you, I do get self-conscious that they must not care about me as a person because they didn't say bless you. <laughs> and it, it, even though I am fundamentally opposed to this idea that we should be saying bless you, within the confines of how we interpret this interaction in, in our culture, I still feel begrudgingly obligated to say bless you because I'm worried that someone will think I hate them if I don't. If someone doesn't say bless you, I still it will stick in my mind that they must not care about me. Well, I feel like you just answered your rant. Yeah. That's why it's that's why I'm, the system's perpetuated. Oh, we live in a society. I <laughs> We live in a society. Blame the patriarchy, Paul. <laughs> I do. Um primarily. <laughs> um that that was going to be the next part of my rant, but I feel like I've already taken up too much time. Let's specifically segue this into the patriarchy as a whole. But um, regardless, <laughs> um, I just I within this the con like the context that we've created, I'm going to continue to participate, but I'm also going to continue to be frustrated that we have this system at all. And that's that's all. I think that's actually the only point I'm trying to make. I feel like that's true about a lot of things, though. Yeah, yeah. Somebody I've has got- to stand. You have to like start a protest and go m- march and say like, "Don't bless people's sneezes." <laughs> Maybe you'll make change. Say something about like the separation of church and state or something, or how like <laughs> blessing people is a violation of religious freedom. I, I got a question. I, I have two questions actually. One for uh, all, all two of you, and then one directly for Paul. I'll start with the first. Um, are you guys? Uh, really rapid fire multiple sneezes in a row sneezers or just like one and done personally i'm a i'm I'm a one and done maybe two i'm a one and done but i think i very i think i i can't remember the last time i sneezed (laughs) i hate the feeling of sneezing like i feel like some people really enjoy sneezing i do i'm one of those people i i hate it I, I even do the whole, like, look up at the light and hope that the light somehow, like, somewhere I heard that if you looked at light, it made you sneeze. Yeah. And now I believe it. That, Maybe it's, like, a placebo effect, there, but a, it still doesn't make me sneeze. There, there's well, a genetic Maybe I don't thing. have the gene. <laughs> Certain people specifically with the sun, if they look at the sun, it will make them sneeze. Um, my I am almost exclusively a, a two-sneeze person. Almost, yeah, you seem like that. In almost every single case, it is no more and no less than exactly two sneezes. And I don't know what that means I've, about me as a person or what my body's trying to tell me, it's, but it's always two It's sneezes. the duality of man. <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing some hot topics to the table, such as patriarchy and duality of man. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Some kid in yeah, my class either. was talking about the duality of man <laughs> in relation <laughs> In relation to a Jackson Pollock painting, and I was like, A, why are we talking about paintings? Whoa, you got B, some books, what does this students. mean? Yeah, I teach a GT <laughs> class, so all they do is have existential crises. Crises. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um, I feel like you can just look at somebody and be like, oh, yeah, they're a multiple sneezer. Some people just look like it. Like, same kind yeah, of. Yeah, because they look like- annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you guys ever know those kids growing up, the kid who always did 10 or 12 sneezes? And it's like. It somehow, it just, it made him into the person, it was always a he, I feel like, in my case at least, it made them into the person Patriarchy. that was annoying as as a person because they sneezed that many times, they just had to embrace the fact that they were going to be an annoyance to everyone around them. You're it, like it's a caricature like, at that point. 
Really, yeah. It's like somebody just ground, like a, a cartoon cat just ground pepper directly into your nose. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, those people, they grow up and then they become the people that sneeze a lot in a row. And then the entire rest of their personality is like, well, I already spent so much of my day annoying everyone around me. I might as well be a, just a generally really annoying person in every other aspect of my existence. <laughs> I think that's So uh, let me let me... Let me address my, my second question just for you, Paul. Oh, yes. Um, do you think the solution to this rant is, A, abolish saying bless you, or B, begin saying bless you or some other polite gesture for every bodily function? Here's, here's I'm going to pick, I've actually already given this some thought. Um, my actual other solution is that we replace bless you with something unpleasant, uh, possibly offensive to the sneezer uh, <laughs> so that people uh, first of all question why they're saying anything in the first place because I, I just don't think it needs to be addressed uh, by anyone but then but then I feel like they're annoying people like how do you say does anybody know how to say bless you in German I'm not going to try because I don't like want to embarrass myself Gusentag. okay Gesundheit. yeah <laughs> but there are some people who are like look I can speak German that like say that instead, and that's even more annoying than oh. saying "bless you." I, that I is, just, that is I just feel like more annoying. There are yes. certain people that when they hear a sneeze, you can just see them like wiping their hands together and like, "Oh boy, it's my time to shine." <laughs> I am going to show everyone around me how much I care. Uh, the the skills I have with language that I can maybe mix things up. Say, uh, "Ooh, God bless your soul," or say, "Like gesundheit." <laughs> like they. It's just that you've just made their day with your discomfort in your sickness that they get the opportunity to show off what they can say. I don't know. <laughs> Paul, what was your suggestion for what people say that's offensive Ooh, instead um, of bless you? Uh, my first idea was f*** you, uh, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think that that was uh, – that, that might – people might not accept that as quickly. Um, yeah, not in like the workplace. <laughs> definitely not. Um, I'm open to suggestions, but I just like something that isn't so offensive that people won't say it, but is offensive enough that people will be uncomfortable hearing it and just no longer want any interaction to result from from the action of sneezing. You guys I think have- we ought to take it back to to like 06, where you do the thing where you like chop your thighs in a cross fashion where with your forearms cross and you go suck it <laughs> i feel like that would be really funny as a as an alternative bless you like hey buddy suck it and then and that would really stop that would stop uh and then you you pass a mandate that if everyone if someone sneezes multiple times in a row you can't do the generic like one one bless you. You gotta say suck it for each sneeze, and that would really put those annoying people in their place. If like every time they sneeze five times in a row, they just got like suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, nerd. <laughs> you have to add the nerd in. Yeah, well that yeah. <laughs> Depends Naturally, on how much yes. they sneeze. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think Then you get into like a threshold though. I yeah, I like think five plus sneezes. <laughs> I think we're on to something, and this has given me a lot to think about. And so, I, I, if anything, maybe I'll come back on another episode with with a list of ideas, and we can consider them. But I, I just feel like that I don't want to eat into y'all's time. And so, unless y'all have another direction you're hoping to take this, um, 
I'm not I'm sure. fresh out of directions. Oh yeah. I got I got nothing else to talk about sneeze wise. I've made well, my then, side clear. How about you talk about what you came to talk about today? Because I know Paul and I are really eager to hear that uh, that you have taken notes and you are like fully prepared for this prepared rant. <laughs> yes, I took notes because at first I was like, "Wow, what do I do every day? Work with children." But I also don't want to lose my job in <laughs> complaining about 17-year-olds. Um, so I went for something <laughs> else. Um, I recently broke up with my boyfriend, which is a good thing. We're happy about this. But okay, congrats. Have, oh, okay, thank congrats. you. Thank you. <laughs> Bless, <laughs> you. But, Bless you. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> but I have recently begun to dabble again in dating apps. Oh, um, and particularly in one in particular. So in my ranking of dating apps, because I wanted to preface this so that I don't sound like a whore on a pod- <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so in my opinion, Tinder, the OG dating app, definitely only for sex. Okay. Um, Bumble was like the second OG dating app. And I feel like that's mainly for sex, but like you could find somebody that actually wants to like go on a date before they try and have sex with you. <laughs> and then Hinge is this, I don't know if you, either of you have heard of Hinge. I've seen a lot um, of Snapchat is, ads. So, yeah. Yes. So it's a dating app that I consider to be the most, I actually want to um, go on a date with someone. And the issue that I overwhelmingly have after writing all of my complaints is that I actually don't want to go on a date with anybody I just want to be um, entertained for three to five business days by a random conversation. And then I, <laughs> then I want it to fizzle out. Like naturally, I want it to fizzle out. Um, but there are, and I don't know if this is maybe just like a Dallas, Texas thing, but there are like multiple categories of men that fall in on dating apps. And I also would be intrigued to hear like the male side, like what the female categories are, because there are so many, like I have a list of people that irritate me on dating apps, um, guy holding fish. So (laughs) I I feel like, (laughs) like it's good to know that if a loss situation happens, cause I've been rewatching loss, but if a loss situation happens, it's very good. Best show on television. I love Um, loss and I, I agree with you on that. I'm on my third re- I not rewatch. Seen it. I can't participate in this conversation. <laughs> well, you're wrong, but <laughs> fair. Okay, I get that a lot in this show. <laughs> but guy holding fish, like I feel like that does show that if grocery stores ever shut down or like I wasn't able to eat, that this person would be able to like catch a fish for me to eat if I was like a pescatarian hmm. or something, which is a positive. <laughs> Um, then I have on my list guy with car, um, which what you run into a lot in the city of Dallas is, is it really his car? (laughs) Because I feel like a lot of times it's guys posing in front of like C-class Mercedes at like bars where, I don't know, is it his car? Um, then like he just, re- like he just, he rented it just to like, Oh, he to, didn't even to, rent it. Photo. He was like, he was out and he was like, check my fit. Because it's the same dude that says, check my fit, that is posing in front of a check? car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's outside of a bar and like posing on the hood of a car that might at any second the alarm might go off because it's not his car. <laughs> then I have 
the guy's car without him, which is like some weird Radiator Springs vibes. Like I'm not attracted <laughs> to a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the puppy pick, which like I love dogs. I'm very much a dog person. But at what point do you realize that your dog is not a cute dog? Like, does everybody just think that their dog is cute? Because I feel like there are some normal breeds that everybody's like, oh, this is a cute dog. But yeah. then there are, like, random mutts that I'm like, this is not even in a tri- – I don't even want to pet this dog. <laughs> like babies. Like, there's just some ugly babies. Not oh, all babies see, are cute. I don't like cute. babies at all. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's for that's for the second time you come on the show. Yes. <laughs> we can <laughs> – I'll complain about babies and then my fertility will be cursed for the rest of my life. That's how that works. Yeah. Um, The other thing is like, I feel like the city of Dallas has an influx of college athletes or recent college, former college athletes, actually. So you have like their profile has two to three. Usually I uh, did some market research to make sure that my statistics were right. Um, and it's like two to three pictures of them in uniform. And the first one is always like this shitty picture that isn't actually in focus of them like playing their sport, but it's to prove <laughs> that like, look, I played a sport. And it's like six pixels and it's from like yes. the, their local newspaper. <laughs> it's uh, from like 2012. Online. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're like 28 and they don't even look, they've gained like 50 pounds. So they don't even look like they were in their prime. But... So the other issue that I have with Hinge in particular, so Tinder in Bumble, Tinder is like you have to just guys, I think, swipe on you or something. I don't know. Bumble <laughs> girls have to, well, I told you it's just for sex, so I don't use it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I Wait, you're you saying Tinder sure people... is only guys swipe on you? Yes, I think so. I think, I think Tinder I think is like pretty egalitarian. It's just like everyone's swiping once a match is made, either person can text. Oh, okay. oh egalitarian. Oh, we have an intellectual in our midst. <laughs> well, Bumble, is, <laughs> Bumble is a matriarchal um, mm-hmm. thing, so it's like only girls can comment. Uh, the duality of man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gulagoon. That's what that made me think of. Um, <laughs> but Hinge... So they have like three to five, or no, I think you, I don't know. You have so many pictures and then they have preset questions. So there's like a bank of like 25 questions that you have to answer. And I uh, actually wrote down some of the questions so that we could think of some possible answers. Man, if if we researched like you for every episode, this would like, this show might be good. (laughs) You put a lot of effort into this. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's because I'm, I told you, three to five business days with one person and then on to the next. Yeah. And I'm currently in between business propositions, so I had a lot of time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, (laughs) so they have these preset questions because you have to like, when you, you don't swipe right, you like one of their pictures or one of their questions. But the thing that you run into with the questions is that it's either guys who like totally were fratty douchebags when they were in college that are answering the questions like they are not important. It sounds like Paul. <laughs> well, or they're, or they're guys who are like taking it so deep that that's what she said. But <laughs> <laughs> guys... <laughs> 
Guys, damn it. Guys that are. <laughs> I like how you needed some recovery time from that one. <laughs> Guys that are taking it way too seriously. That just makes me uncomfortable. So like one of the questions or some of the questions that are listed, and this is kind of just like an open question of what your response would be if you were on one of these apps. Um, I go crazy for dot, dot, dot is one of the preset things. Hmm. Um, we'll get along if dot, dot, dot. Uh, I'm looking for dot, dot, dot. And everybody's freaking answer to that is the gym or the Pam to my gym. Ugh. And <laughs> I oh, firmly, a rock that I will die upon, a hill that I will die upon, not a rock, um, <laughs> is that the office, <laughs> the office is not a funny show. Okay. Sorry to anybody I, I, I that's offended. I can tell that you're waiting for a response. I disagree with you, but I know someone's unfunny if they lead with the fact that they like the office. Okay. I could argue we, with that because there are episodes of the office that are funny, but like if you're... If you're, uh, I'm looking for is the Pam to my gym. Oh yeah. That's, that is yes. uncomfortable. Unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. But then there's like the other camp that their, their whole stance that they die on is that the office is not funny. Ugh. And those people right. also yes. are irritating. We've actually, Paul and I have actually ranted about this, uh, on an, an old episode a long time Literally ago. Literally like six or um, seven. <laughs> it was a long yeah, time Yeah. Right. Like a really old one. But we, uh. We have come to the same conclusion that, like, basically both sides of that argument are just terrible people. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you should have something more about you than just that you like the office, but also um, maybe, uh, like, just let people like things. Either one is just, we actually specifically mentioned this. Either one is just, it's bullshit on a dating app. Find something better to talk about. Dating apps in general, though. Are kind of bullshit. Like that was the when I was type when I was typing when I was writing my notes to prepare. Like how they suck. Like I know that I sound ridiculous, and if any adult like over not in this generation is lis- or like is listening or knows about dating apps, they're like they're not. Why? Can-? I know. But- <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anytime I talk to my dad about this, my dad is like, if you want to meet a guy who likes books you need to go to the library if you want to meet a guy (laughs) he's like if you meet a guy at a bar they're an alcoholic which like i get his reasoning but i legitimately don't know how people are supposed to meet people and that is kind of the underlying message of my rant is like how are adults supposed to meet people (laughs) we we were uh alex we were having a good time on the show and and now that's just like such a depressing note because it's so true. Uh, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's 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 tough out here in the real world. So we can get to that serious topic in a second. I did. Oh, we don't actually have to talk about it. That was just. I mean, I can keep going about like these terrible. Uh, I where to find me at the party? I at some point was on dating apps, and so I took some notes on the caricatures that were common themes that I experienced also. With girls, if you want. Ooh, to. the female side. I would love to hear it. Yeah, I haven't used a dating app, so I would I would love to hear it's, your take too. Well, Zach, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I <laughs> go to a library and meet girls who like books. I don't. I don't even like books. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm much more to... like. 
I'm on the alcoholic side. I'd rather just be an alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, same. And that's maybe the issue with us all. <laughs> so I, like a year and a half ago, or maybe like a year ago, used a dating app. Um, it's where I met an ex of mine. We're no longer dating. But um, so we, the, my, I experienced a lot of different types of people. And I honestly was fascinated with the type of profiles, like almost more so than the idea of dating someone. I was just fascinated with looking at people's profiles and seeing what they thought was attractive and would get likes. So I actually like gave this, it's been a while, but I gave this a lot of thought. Um, One specific category that I always thought was funny was the girl who only posted group pictures. And so then which one, how do you know which one she is? Exactly. So it's it's like a puzzle because there'll be like five pictures, each of them with two, three, five girls in them. And you it's a puzzle where you have to look at each picture and figure out which girl is the same, like in every single picture. And it, it's it's harder than it sounds because sometimes they change their makeup up enough and maybe their friends look like them enough. And maybe it's a picture in a really dark bar to where it's like. You don't really know which person has already been in the pictures, and so that's that's. Doesn't really that just mean? Doesn't that just mean that they're like intellectually stimulating though? Like, isn't that the underlying? There, that's on purpose. I'm just trying to support my fellow woman. I mean, my interpretation. Smash the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. It it on the other side of things, like. No, it's them having shitty pictures. That's what it is. Yeah, I was yeah. Just, I I didn't want to like outright say that, but yeah, uh, <laughs> no, that's what it is. <laughs> so, um, and then also there's this isn't like the entire category, but there's also the girl who posts a picture with a guy, and you cannot for the life of them figure out if it's their brother or like an ex boyfriend or a current. Boyfriend. Okay, wait, I have a I have an important question for this because I actually wrote this down. Okay. How much of this guy's face can you see? What I'm specifically talking about is it's two people, both of them perfectly in frame. Okay, because so my, my this is me ranting on my ex-boyfriend now, but my ex-boyfriend sent me a text message from like a burner phone that said, if you're going to use a picture that we took together, make sure you at least crop my face out of it. <laughs> and I think there was like a millimeter of his face in it. But my, okay, my argument is it is a brother. Like, how does somebody know that this is a significant other? So I see that you're, I see your end of the argument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a category of people who have kids and they they're, they're self-conscious about it enough that they are leading with that and it's all they talk about is the fact that they have kids and you better be on board with that what is your age set at if you're getting women with kids <laughs> I don't know if you knew this Alex but sometimes people have kids in high school uh, that's true and then the guy probably didn't stick around. And so at some point they're like, you know what? I should really get back out there. And that's where you meet them on Bumble. Um, You bring up a good point. (laughs) And then there's (laughs) similar to what you mentioned. There's the office girl, the girl who just puts quotes from the office. And again, for me, it was always one of those things where it's like, Hey, I like the office, but Hey, I'm not going to lead with that to make it seem like that's my entire personality. Uh, So it's, that's always a conflicting thing. Then there's the, <coughs> some of these, um, there, there's a lot of girls who don't even put that much effort in their profile because they're aware they're attractive enough that they will get a lot of swipes anyways. Uh, or maybe the only thing they put is like extra points if 
you have a picture with your dog. So, so really quick, Alex, you mentioned you didn't understand why guys put so many dogs. A lot of girl profiles specifically say that they are more likely to swipe on you if you have a dog in one of your photos. Okay, but are they just saying that, or is that like their personality? Like, hm, I'm the girl at the party who finds the dog. Like, that is that same girl. Right. Yes, but there's right, some. But whatever works. There's I mean. a lot of girls who specifically <laughs> list criteria for bonus points for guys who would swipe on their profile. I feel like a lot of guys <laughs> try to craft it to meet that. Um, there's the substance abuse girl who has a lot of vaping weed and alcohol. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's consistent with guys too. <laughs> Um, yes, and then oh, those are the same drink. ones. Those are the same ones that have like as their job, like six random jobs listed <laughs> with like dashes, like self-employed dash entrepreneur dash DJ dash yes <laughs> recording artist. <laughs> exactly. Um, I only have a couple more that I wrote down, but I thought of a lot. Um, and then there's this is one that it's kind of a coin flip. There's. The obviously fake girl that's like a catfish because it's like there's just like one photo and it's like that eh, that's probably not a real person. Uh, and but the other one is like the girl who's so straightforward about um, looking for a, a little uh, something something that uh, they it's like you don't believe that they're real. Uh, that was the most awkward way I could have put that. But that's how I chose to put it, and <laughs> I think I and now we have to live with the consequences. What did you say? I said that I think I'm inferring your. I sure hope so because I don't want to come up with another euphemism, um, <laughs> and we don't want you to. <laughs> and then finally, in my experience, there is the I have a really weird hobby girl, and she's that's the only thing she's going to talk about. Specifically, one time, horse girls. Specifically, there's a girl I met who was really into fencing, and she just talked about how she liked uh, sword fights a lot. It was really weird. <laughs> Can you name a second example of that last category, or is just fence girls so ingrained in your mind <laughs> that she deserved a special individual shout out on the show? We, you guys need to bring fence girl on. <laughs> <laughs> Get Fence Girl on the show. I, I no longer okay. have these apps, so it might be difficult for me to um, to make that happen. But I'll see what I can do. Um, you can do one of those. You can post on uh, you can post on Twitter. Like one in June of 2017, I was talking to Fence Girl. Yeah. Yeah, those have been going over really well lately. I'm sure that'll work out. Yes. <laughs> um, Zach, to answer your question. I feel like there are other examples, but I cannot Horse think girls. of them. What did you say? Horse girls. Horse girls is a great example. Um, yep. How convenient for you that she saved you from that question. <laughs> Just <laughs> plucked you out of that question at the last second, like it was quicksand. That's what I'm here for. Yep. I mean, that's that's basically all I've got for that. Yeah, I I got nothing else but. Again, it's the under it's the underwhelming thing about how do you Oh, my my last point, what do you do when it's someone that you know? <laughs> Ooh, good question. Because I'm always on the fence of like if it's somebody I know and I have their like phone number, then I always send a screenshot of like, haha, look who I saw to like see what it turns into. Cause it's awkward when it's like someone you know but you're also like vaguely attracted to. Yeah, I feel like it like depends you, on whether or not you want to have sex with them. 
I mean, but we're on Hinge, so we're looking for three to five business days. We're not looking for a sexual oh, right. transaction. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I I feel like that's always weird. Or if you swipe right on someone you know and they don't swipe right on you and then you're like, huh. <laughs> oh, okay. Guess we were just, just good friends, I guess. <laughs> Love you too, buddy. <laughs> buddy um is that uh alex is that all you all you wanted yeah, to talk about yeah that's all i got that's all i got all right well um i don't i really i'm not going to be able to hold a candle to those first two rants because uh, those are pretty damn good so let's just get this piece of shit over with um <laughs> mine's mine's about walking uh, <laughs> walking faster or slower than other people and i know i've talked about hallway etiquette at the workplace before but um, we're back again with a fresh new twist. I, f- I feel like walking in hallways at work is always, or even like not even at work, just in general, uh, down some sort of corridor or pathway, like a sidewalk or something, is kind of a double-edged sword because either you walk too slow so that someone has to pass you or you have to pass someone else who is walking slower than you are. And either situation sucks because if you're the slow one, then you feel like you're in the way or worse, it kind of feels like some asshole is basically just tailgating you, but on foot, which is always the worst feeling. But if you walk too fast, which I feel like is equally as bad, then you feel like the asshole who's impatient. Or worst case scenario, you just kind of look like a dork who's in a hurry to get to work. And I typically, I'm, I'm kind of a fast walker, but there's people at my office that just like, they're basically jogging down the hallway. It looks like they're doing that. <laughs> I'm late for class walk. Or like they're an Classic. Olympic power walker or something. And I, I don't understand how people maintain that pace. It, it's so... You look at someone like that and you can tell like, oh, you're a loser. Because if you're in a hurry, I feel like just walk normally and be late. Be fashionably late. It's way cooler that way. And maybe smoke a cigarette on the way or something. But that no, quick little jog. Oh, you jewel. Yeah. yeah. Cigarettes canceled. You're right. We're, um, we're only vaping in 20, 2019. Not on a campus. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, boy. Topical. Um, anyway, I, I, I don't really... <laughs> fortunately, uh, y'all took up a lot of time so I don't have to pad out my bullshit rant with anything extra because that's about all I had to say. I just My final point is I think offices should mandate a running policy where everyone has to run as fast as they can everywhere. <laughs> And that way, if you're going as fast as possible, there's a lot less ambiguity in what your intention is on what you're doing. Like, if you see someone just dead sprinting down the hallway and you're dead sprinting too, then it then only really comes just down like to walking. No, no, because it only comes down to natural ability. If you're always going as fast as you possibly can, then naturally you are faster or slower than the next person, rather than all these other factors of like you're in somebody's way or they're in more of a hurry than you are because they have an important meeting to get to or something. If everyone is just in a dead-on sprint, I feel like it solves the, the, the underlying issue. And more importantly, it would be hilarious. And I'm willing to like show up to every meeting I have drenched in sweat just to experience that for like a day. That would just be super like, funny. I feel like though, as a high school teacher, high school classes naturally prepare you for the idea of you're going to have to walk around from office to office, work to work, whatever. And the idea of like 
1,500 high school kids running as fast as they can through the hallways is going to give me nightmares. <laughs> is that not what they already did? I ran everywhere in high school. I didn't really. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I spent so much time kissing girls at the lockers. I didn't do that. Hit it. You were hitting girls into lockers? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not at all what I said. Kissing girls at the lockers. Oh. Which I did not do either. That was a joke. <laughs> Nobody puts anything in their lockers anymore. Come on, Zach. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know. What a stupid joke. God. <laughs> Honestly, like what's idiot. wrong with you, Zach? Um, <laughs> I'm just going to get off the call. You guys have fun with the rest of the show. <laughs> I feel like I naturally have a fast walking pace, even when I'm just casually walking. And so that's been a source of awkwardness when with groups that they're like, Paul, why are you continuing to push the pace? And then I have to consciously tell myself to slow down. And oh, I feel the same way, but I always fall back on the fact that I'm tall. I'm always like, oh, it's because my legs are long. I take longer strides when really I just think that I walk fast. <laughs> yeah. um, I I really hate how slow people like just meander through the hallways when we're going to lunch or coming back from lunch because uh, the shorter my lunch hour is, the like I basically... I, I basically have to charge my time by the hour at my work. So the less time I spend, like I actually have to worry about how much time I'm at lunch. For example, I have to keep mm. track of that. So when people are going to lunch and they're walking slowly, I just go. And if I make, make it to my car first, then I'm driving to lunch and you guys have to fend for yourselves. Cause I'm not wasting the time it takes to, uh, like I got, I got precious, I, I got precious, a precious hour to spend. I don't want to have to spend any, any more time than I have. And I really hope that none of the people I work with listen to the show because that they'll know, they'll call me out that that's not true and I've never done that before. But I like to think <laughs> that I would. I, I mean, my experience with lunch breaks is that it's vaguely an hour, but my bosses only ever take like 20 minutes. And so I feel judged for taking my full hour. So I take however <laughs> long I feel comfortable uh, feeling like I'm being judged for. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I get like a set hour, but 30 minutes of it are supposed to be time for kids to come in and ask questions. So I end up actually only getting like 10 minutes to eat because I have kids that come in and are asking me questions when I'm supposed to be eating. Mm. And for some reason, it pulls at my heartstrings and I stay. Well, that's just a sign of a good teacher. So congrats. Thanks. <laughs> uh uh, that's it for me. If you guys are done too, I think it's it's high time that we move into the uh, the positive rants. I think it's I do love time. a good positive rant. Well, if you love a good one, then you're gonna have to wait for you or Paul because uh, my rant today is about medicine, <laughs> which I know is probably the most exciting thing that we've talked about ever on the history of the show. So just strap in, hold on to your butts. Uh, Paul was talking earlier in the episode about how. Uh, the, the weather's changing, so we started to feel a little bit more sick. That's correct. Uh, and I, I agree with that. Whenever the weather rapidly changes, like it did on Monday, and it, it got like, uh, it dropped like 20 degrees overnight, my asthma gets like super bad. Well, and get I'm in the new city. For Friday, because Friday is supposed to be like a high of 55. Yeah, it's going to ruin me. <laughs> but I'll be in College Station, so hopefully it's a little bit warmer there. But, uh, I, I, living in a new city, uh, I, I'm not going to bother looking for a new doctor. Like I just, I'd rather <laughs> die. 
than find it. Like I'd rather just have a, a die from a disease that's easily preventable and curable than just find a new doctor in a new place. So uh, I'm still, I'm going on years now of uh, not taking my asthma medication. So uh, I got, uh, I, I felt pretty bad on Monday, but I took a pill and I like instantly felt better. And I always think about how basically if you're going to time travel, there's no point in going back before like 1989. You might as well just, (laughs) just stay here. Like there's, there's nothing worth seeing that would, that would make it worth going back before 1989. Every other year before then it was just uh, basically the wild west or worse. It it was like ancient history. I'm just so impressed with the, the way that medicine is now and how, um, I can just take a pill and then like I'm, I'm better now. I took the one pill and it worked so well that I, I didn't, I felt immediately better from the medicine and then the disease just didn't come back. So I will say uh, sometimes I feel like it's scary how well medicine works though. Like every time that yeah. I take Mucinex, mm, I'm like in awe at how it makes all of my symptoms disappear like it almost yeah, is like very this is alarming. not this is not safe. Like I'm pumping these things into my body that probably are not good. That's why you can't trust somebody who takes a pill for everything. Like if I got a headache, I probably won't take Advil unless it's really bad because I get really scared about what happens if the next time I need Advil and I take it, it doesn't work as well. You That's know, when you move on to hair. So I, I crack right, is that like a Okay, I I wasn't aware of either of those and the relationship with headaches. I feel like if anything, they'd contribute to a headache. I don't know. I've never done either. Well, that's the duality of man for you. <laughs> um, that's uh, thankfully that's uh, that's the end of my rant. So uh, I just I, I feel better now, and I'm so impressed by modern medicine and like like smallpox doesn't really exist anymore, which is just so mind blowing to me. Although like it kids- just we just. If kids Killed keep it. not getting vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're trying to like be happy here, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, medicine is, is cool, and I appreciate it. Uh, but don't also, don't abuse it, kids. I've got a question for you, Zach. <clears throat> yeah. You, I think, two times, if not three, brought up the year 1989. I'm curious if you have a particular... Uh, connections to that year or any events happening that year that made it a turning point for medicine in your eyes. I've just been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift recently. That's what honestly. I was also what, wondering. <laughs> what is the, what are the other times I've said 1989? Has, has it been specifically related to the, the t- time travel thing? Have I said that multiple times on the show? No, you just said it like three times in that yeah, positive d- rant. You, you, you said more than once, two if not three times you said yeah, just don't even go bother going back before 1989. So it came up more than once. Oh, well, I just said it once and then uh, off the top of my head. And then that's everything. I, every time I brought it up again, that was like the benchmark by which I measured the rest of the rant. Hmm. Well, that's kind of disappointing. <clears throat> I uh, but that's the Taylor funny. Swift thing is the true answer why I, I said it in the first place. <laughs> I'm sure if you wanted to, you could find something interesting medicine wise that happened in 1989. Probably something sad though, like uh, the all those needles that wash up on the beach, or that that cancer treatment that went really bad, or something. That was both in the eighties. I'm pretty sure it's half that's in "We Didn't Start the Fire" by Billy Joel. So <laughs> one of those things, it definitely happened in the eighties. But uh, yeah, no, I I don't know of any specific medical marvel from 1989. 
Just Taylor uh, Swift's album. Taylor Swift album. Yeah, that's all. That's all it was. Hmm. There you go. Is it my turn to positive rant? It yeah, is. it is. Okay. So my positive rant um, is about Kroger Clicklist, uh, or just any general grocery pickup program. Um, okay, so, I was gonna say I don't know what Kroger Clicklist. Yeah, is. so Kroger <laughs> Clicklist. Kroger. That's a tongue twister. Kroger Clicklist. So you go online if you're near a Kroger. I'm sure HEB has a similar one if your local grocery store establishment is at HEB. And you type in all the things you need from your grocery list. And you pick a pickup time. So they give you like a one-hour window where you drive up and this guy runs out and says, hey, how are you doing? Loads your groceries in your car and then you drive away. So I successfully no longer have to get out of the car and go to the grocery store. I just Kroger click list it. That's a game changer. Yeah, it's truly. And the other thing is like, if they don't have what you need, they'll provide a substitution. Um, and they provide the substitution at a lower, like the cost of the original product. So I put, um, a vanilla protein shake in my Kroger click list and they didn't have the vanilla. So they gave me the chocolate ones. Which are not this? I would not. I would argue that's not a true substitution. Um, those, are, <laughs> those are two very different flavors. But I paid the cheaper price for the chocolate ones. So hypothetically, you could go in, pre look at everything you need in Kroger, find things that aren't in stock, and then order those things and get them get something else for a cheaper price. Hmm. Huh. That. I- that I didn't know that feature was available. I like that. I mean, I, I, I ranted uh, the last time we had a guest named Alex on the show about how I like grocery shopping, but uh, I don't like it enough to where this wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. Oh, see, I really honestly do like grocery shopping, but I find that on some weeks I just don't want to spend or I don't have the money to go in and like throw $20 worth of random crap into my cart, it's, which always happens when I go truth? to the grocery store. <laughs> so this kind of keeps me financially frugal. And I enjoy it. Hmm. All right. Well, there's two reasons to like it. It's easy and it keeps you financially frugal. Financially frugal. I like that. Yeah. Good, good rant. Thank I've you. honestly, I've, I've been aware that this, that functionality is available, but it's never crossed my mind to use it. But as you're going to see from my positive rant in a few moments, which is surprisingly similar to this, I'm a big fan of convenience. And so I, I will likely be checking this out. And I think it's free like the first three times and then you can just change grocery stores and keep doing it for free <laughs> and then change your address of your email and just continuously do it for free. <laughs> These are I like true that. life hacks, honestly. Yeah. All right. Well, is that, is that- uh, Paul, I guess it's your turn. Then. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> like I said, this is. Uh, shockingly similar to Alex's, actually. It's, it's it's slightly different, different industry, but pretty similar. I um, I am a really big fan of restaurants. This hap- it's it's mainly a feature of fast food restaurants, but it's also a feature of a lot of other restaurants that let you uh, order ahead and like really specifically customize your order. And so I'm gonna give a few examples of this. One of them is Chick Fil A. They have an app. And love the Chick-fil-A app. It's fantastic because the the line is always ridiculous at Chick-fil-A, I feel like, no matter what time of day I go. But if you use the app, 
you can tell them when to start making your food and time it up with when you arrive, and then you can go in and just pick it up. It's already ready, like freshly made, but ready exactly when you've walked in. And so that's perfect. And also, because it, a theme with all of this is the fact that I sometimes... I don't know exactly what I want, and I dislike the pressure of being in a line and then finally getting to the front of the line and, like, trying to figure out how much something costs or ask questions about the menu or something. There's just so much pressure that I just I yeah. just get what I'm familiar with. I won't, like, explore other options. But, like, when you have, like, an app or a website that lets you experiment with whether it's toppings or different combos, you can... You can get, you can see how much it's actually going to end up costing you without being like, oh man, I only wanted to spend seven dollars. This is eight dollars. That's 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 garbage. Like I feel embarrassed doing that in public, but an app, I'm like, I'll just remove this. I don't want to do that. Um, another example. I think of an it, additional, go ahead. an additional layer of Chick Fil A, particularly, <coughs> is you get so many points, and I get free things from Chick Fil A for using the app, like. Yes. I kid you not once a week. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I get like free fries or free mac and cheese or even like a free eight count of nuggets. Like almost like every All other time, time I go, it's like ridiculous. Like, yeah. I like they, how is Chick-fil-A making any money? Probably because they, they already bought all the stuff they give you for free. Yeah. It's just leftover stuff from the day. They're like, well, shit, we have a bunch of, uh, I don't know tea left over what if we just give it all away <laughs> that actually makes me sad because i thought that it was special but now that i think about it it probably isn't <laughs> yeah sorry to rain on your prey the, the chick-fil-a app is big news in my office everyone talks about it all the time I, i've been around this road like a hundred times in the last week <laughs> and that's we we decided that that's what the free stuff that's how they afford it is it's just all the leftover stuff for the, the, the day mm-hmm. or i guess it does make sense that like if somebody gives me free fries I'm probably not gonna only get fries when I go through the drive-thru. That's yeah, true. that's like it. I'm yeah. gonna get I'm gonna get a drink because then I'm gonna be dehydrated from the salt on my fries or something. Like, I'm sure people they justify it that enough people add on enough crap to where it ma- makes them money. Mm-hmm. That's a good point that's a good too. Point. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm um, a businesswoman. The other aspect <laughs> of this is, I I will say. Sometimes I choose fast food restaurants based on how stingy they are with their sauces. Uh, some some fast food restaurants are great. Like Chick-fil-A lets you specify exactly how many sauces you want, and then they'll give you exactly that many. Some other places, like a Sonic, if I go up to Sonic and I'm getting like tater tots or something, if I tell them I want a lot of ketchup, I can guarantee you that one of two things is going to happen. Like if I use the button. Either... They're going to not give me ketchup because they don't care about their customers. Or they're going to give me one ketchup and interpret that as a lot of ketchup. And on the app, I can spe- I can specify I want eight ketchups. And they're still only going to give me four because they think that's ridiculous. But four is better than none. And so you can specify how much of even like condiments you want. Like at Chick-fil-A, you can say exactly how many Chick-fil-A sauces you have. And it's... I just sometimes feel like over like a fat a drive through microphone or even in person when I say I want a lot of sauces they for some reason don't believe me that I actually want that many ketchups or that many sauces but if I type into an app and they say oh wow this guy specifically typed in he wants 
ate mild sauces from Taco Bell. Oh, this guy means business. Then they actually will give it to you. I don't know what it is, but I've had much more success giving getting my desired uh, quantity of sauces through apps than I have in person. You must be one of those people that needs like a ton of sauce. I'm, that's not me at all. Oof. I'm a one sauce per meal gal. Oof. I yeah, am, me too. I am. I, I am. I'm with Alex. I am a hey why is my chicken nugget not completely drenched i need more sauce uh kind of person multiple sauces multiple sneezes the paul messman story <laughs> the duality of man <laughs> colin bless me uh yeah that's i mean there's a lot more apps there's some in general this is great for pizza because who wants to call a pizza uh company Apps are great. I didn't even realize people still called pizza companies. Yeah, that's they it's don't. embarrassing that they like only, only order it online. I'm yeah. sure someone is, but well, you, yeah, you can't get that pizza tracker, that good good pizza tracker, all over the phone. That's mm, true. Love the pizza tracker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a game changer. It really is, especially when it pops up on your TV. Like if you have the a smart TV. <laughs> yeah, the pizza tracker. They didn't have that shit it. back in 1989. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I don't even think they had that. Honestly, what I think I'm here, the theme of this episode lately is that we could not survive even like five years before this, but. I know that Alex could if she nails down one of the uh, Fisher pick boys from Tinder. (laughs) Yes. Or Hinge or whatever. I could survive. We would be, we would be on high, high uh, fish diets. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> got to get those uh, Omega Bs or whatever fish yes. have a lot of. You know me, to, I'm a nutrition person. I was trying to think what salmon has, H- high fatty acids or something. Yeah, that sounds right. I, I Omega th- A fatty I acids. Like I, I'm under the impression that that's supposed to be a good thing, but the both the words fat and acid do not sound like things I want to put in my body, and so it's a bit concerning. I mean, it makes me think of butter and lime juice, which I, <laughs> which I feel like would go great with uh, with salmon. With a so, lobster, yeah. <laughs> Some sort of fish. Any final thoughts on today's positive rants? I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> okay, well, uh, in that case, we can wrap up episode twenty-five. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. It was really a treat to have our second alex on the show and our first woman on the show <laughs> thank you i uh, uh me- one small step for women one giant step for womankind mm. <laughs> yep in that Beautiful. case we're gonna have to bar women from the show for the next couple years uh but yeah that's that's a great move um yeah we don't we're, we're now worried the patriarchy feels in jeopardy now so we wouldn't want to disrupt the status quo so yeah unfortunately women are now banned for the next two years mm. well it was good while it lasted. It was. We ended on a good one, though. Alex, hey. we genuinely enjoyed having you here. Thank you. Yes, yeah. of course. Thank you for having me. I had I had fun playing with the puppy and not actually owning the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that analogy. It's uh, Real quick before we go here, um, you can like us on SoundCloud. Again, uh, we're on uh, iTunes. Subscribe and leave a rating and review there. Google Play, Spotify as well. Um, and Twitter, Not All Bad Show. Uh, if you want to be a guest like Alex, uh, it seems like a lot of fun. So uh, we would love to have you reach out to us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. We've got a couple more lined up for the next uh, uh, few months, I think. So, well, it depends on how often we're going to release a guest episode. I don't know if we decided that yet. So we got a few in the pipeline. So more guests to come. If you want to be added to that list, 
notallbadshow at gmail.com. Also, we skipped a random rant today because we had a guest, and uh, it just works better to not do it with a guest on the show. But we still do random rants, so if you want your topic right on the show, email them to notallbadshow at gmail.com with the subject line random rant idea, and we'll add it to the list. We're pretty dangerously low, so uh, it would mean a lot if you sent those in. I'll come up with some and send them to y'all. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Wow. We can that actually address you specifically, and we will let our audience know if you don't follow through with that. Okay. <laughs> I'll, start, I'll start making yeah, a list. We, we can call you out. Yeah, that would be awesome. Thank, thank you so you. much. Of course. Yeah. Um, if anyone else uh, is interested, send those in as well. Uh, if you like the show and like what you heard today, you can uh, tell your friends. That would be great. And like I said before, leave a rating and review on iTunes. That's all the pitch for the outro of the episode. Um, once again, thanks to Alex. Uh, do you want to, like, I guess we'll just sign it off here then, Paul. What do yeah, you that's think? That's great. Let's do it. All right. Um, I've been Zach Andrews. This has been Paul Messman. And I'm Alex with no last name, so that it, kids don't find me. Oh, fair nice. enough. Yeah. The last Alex didn't want to give his last name either because he didn't want to be associated with the show, which is fair. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. I'm just putting words in his mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, this has been episode 25 of Not All Bad. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. 